Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and it is the 114th episode of the podcast. And you might be thinking to yourself, Ashley, why does that number matter? Like, what is so significant about 114? And in reality, it's actually the 14 that is very important, and, you know, the second half of the hundo. And that is because, you know, basketball legend and theater musical aficionado Troy Bolton was number 14 in High School Musical. So that makes it a very significant number. And I feel like I didn't celebrate on the 14th episode of the podcast, but now I can on the 114th episode of the podcast. Like, who would have known we got in here, bitches? But let's celebrate Troy Bolton style. Um, Once a wild cat, always a wild cat. And it is going to get a little wild today. Let's just... Let's just be honest. There's a lot to cover. There's a lot of ground going on here. I do feel in um, in true, I'm sorry, what fashion, it will be a little bit of an emotional roller coaster, but we love that. We love to see it. We love to be a part of it. And, um, you know, I just, I can't. I would like to kick it off here. Speaking of High School Musical, normally I save, you know, a lot of the juicy tea stories for the end of the podcast to spare my dad. However, he knows the story. And so I feel like it, it's worthy of kicking off the podcast with. And so back to my little segue of speaking of high school, um, I went to a high school football game on Friday night and not just any high school football game. It was motherfucking homecoming. And I have so much to say. So first of all, here's the deal. Friend of the podcast, cousin of the fam, um, Danielle, her boyfriend coaches high school football down here in the South Bay. And so I have been dying to see her since I lived out here and I haven't seen her yet. And so, you know, I was like, do I have to come to one of these fucking football games to see you because I will. Like, I understand you're in, you know, in future wifey mode and you're um, being a supportive coaching wife. Trust me, I understand. I thought I also was going to get that life. And, you know, I'm happy that you're getting it. I'm just kidding. I'm not bitter. But here's the deal. Um, I'm not saying that she wasn't helping me join the the future wifeys of coaching lifestyle. I'll get to there. OK, so anyways, I'm like, how do I see you? Do we want to go like, can I come to a game? Like, what the fuck is up? So she's like, let's do happy hour. And I was like, OK, so does that mean she doesn't want me to come to the game? Like, maybe she thinks I was joking. I wasn't. So I got really excited. I was talking to my dad. I was like, OK, there's a potential, but I want to come on too strong as a fan that I want to go to the game. So I'm just going to like pack my jacket, my car, my blanket, you know, and my full water bottle just in case. And, you know, when we got to drinks, I was like, so the game. And she's like, do you really want to go? And I was like, yes. Like, first of all, I love sports. I think that we all know that I went on the whole fucking rant about it last week, which trust me, this all plays into it. I just I love watching sports. Something about high school, too. Like, I mean, listen, 
I am not going to sit here and act like I don't love reliving the glory days. I do feel personally that my glory days um, were in college when it comes to playing sports. I think that's where I was talented. I would not say talented would be the word I would describe to use my high school uh, you know, athletic career, but I tried really hard. I think that my peak was maybe my sophomore year of high school in lacrosse, but um, all the other years of soccer and lacrosse, I'm not, I don't, I don't really want to own up to those. So anyways, you know, I love a good memory. And let's not forget, she was nominated for Homecoming Queen. So being there on Homecoming Night, I was like, you guys, you know, um, I, I too, was nominated for Homecoming Queen. And, you know, of course, and that always gets followed with, did you lose? And it's like, okay, obviously, but no one cares, okay? To be nominated is just as exciting, okay? Uh, So anyway, So I go. So I'm like, yes, I'm like trying to hide all my excitement. But by hide, I did not hide in any way, shape or form just how excited I was to go. So what was really fun was I actually haven't met her boyfriend, Kevin, yet, but his parents were at the game. So I got to meet his parents before I met him. And if there's one thing that we know about Ashley Sleek is she loves the parents. I absolutely love parents. I feel like my track record for becoming besties with my friend's parents is pretty high. The only set of parents I met that didn't like me were Jimmy's. And um, I think we can all attest that that was not my fault. It's not my fault that they didn't want their son to grow up and be an adult. And he had a girlfriend who was on the adult path. I don't think that's my fault. It's also not my fault that they decided that they couldn't handle a flaming liberal all up in their Trumpy lifestyle. Listen, a lot of us can can commingle. They could not. And I don't feel like I take any credit for that whatsoever. Did I pop attitude with them? Well, in year four, yes. But in the first couple of years, I was relatively nice. And, you know, I never sparked a political debate. All I ever said was that when Jimmy's dad came at me and told me that he thought that Jimmy was going to fail, um, I said, what the fuck? Like, why would you think that about your son? And then absolutely went off and stood up for my mans at the time. Any strong, independent woman would do the same. So whatever. Strike their opinions on me from the record. Everybody else left me. So anyway, back to the game. I'm all fucking excited. I came from work in my defense. However, we all know that there was a time in my life where I thought I was going to be a hot stepmom. And I think I held on to that fashion inspiration. And that has been the vibes ever since. I think that like my fashion game has greatly improved over the last couple of years. It also has to do with the fact that like I don't absolutely hate my body anymore. So I'm willing to put it in cute clothes like there's that. But I think the whole style mantra is behind being like the combination of a cool aunt and a hot stepmom. I feel like those two things are very similar in their fashion choices. And that is the way I've decided to dress. My 30s are all about being the cool hot aunt. Okay, like she's in it. Don't disappoint me. It's happening. So anyways, this is what I wore to this football game. Okay, I was wearing my black skinny jeans tucked in turtleneck top with the, you know, with the gold chain necklaces. I think I had like a purple lip on hair curled like she was she was ready. Okay, she was ready. I did bring I actually ended up not bringing my jacket. Thank God I didn't need it. But, you know, I was going to be wearing my Ghirardelli like sports coat like she was fucking ready. 
Okay. So anyways, here's a couple a couple things to know. So obviously I wanted to go to the game the whole time. But then when we were at drinks, Danielle was like, I mean, some of the coaches are single. And here's the thing. When you are single, you never miss an opportunity. Okay. That is one of, if I can give you some advice about being single, don't say no. You know what I mean? If there is a chance that you can meet somebody in real life outside an app, and I'm not shitting on the apps. We all know that I, I personally don't mind the apps at all. Like, is it a lot of work? Is it a real blow to the self-esteem sometimes? Absolutely. But I don't hate them. Not at all. But meeting someone in the real time just sounded so fun. And also like, hello, the coaching life. So anyways, I get I get all excited. I'm going to the game. I'm bopping around, you know. So I'm sitting in the stands. By the way, I have to give it to my cousin. She is the cutest. So they are they are right now undefeated, This the, the football team. So she's worn the same outfit with her hair the same way to every game. And we stand a supportive queen. OK, we absolutely stand it. And I was like, I mean, I can wear this hot mom outfit to every game as well, if you would like. And she had her little chair with like the backing. I just aspire. I absolutely aspire to this level. Like her and her boyfriend's parents were all had like the little chairs at the back and they were living it. They like knew the players. Oh, my God. It was it was a whole experience. It was a chef's kiss. Now, the best part, of course, well, not the best part, but one of the best parts was then we were surrounded by high schoolers in high school drama. I had forgotten just how absolutely incredible high school drama is. I mean, also, you centered around homecoming. Oh, just unbelievable. As I was waiting in line um, for the snack bar to get some waters, this was pre nacho moment. I was eavesdropping on these two girls talking about this guy that had asked her to prom, but she was like, but I wanted to go with this other guy and I knew he was asking me, so what do I do? It took me right back because a little fun story about Jenna that I didn't get her consent to tell the story on the podcast, but it's happening anyways and I'm really sorry about it. So when we were in high school, um, she had this a very similar scenario. And what's fun with being friends with um, gorgeous people is that sometimes things like this happen and you get a front row seat. So basically what happened was that she liked this one guy. Let's call him um, Mike. OK, so she was into Mike. But then this other guy, Dan, he also was into her. But she her and Mike were like, you know, they were on the same wavelength. But Dan was like, oh, no, I'm going to try to snoop swoop my way in. So before I believe and I should have should have conferred this with her before I told the story. But whatever. It's my podcast. We're going to do it my way. So from what I remember is that we knew that that um, we knew that Mike was going to ask. And actually, Dan, I think if I can remember correctly, did I call him Dan? I honestly can't remember what I called him, but he's Dan now. So anyways, Dan did come to me and I said, you know, she's already getting asked by Mike and she wants to go with him. He disregarded all of my shit. So one night out of the blue, out of nowhere, Dan shows up to Jenna's house, knocks on the door with a cookie, a homecoming cookie. But she had to say no because she knew that Mike was going to ask her. And she, I'm pretty sure he asked her before Mike did, if I remember correctly. And Mike asked like the next day or I have that story off and Mike asked and she still had to reject him. But I like the version where she like it wasn't for sure locked in and she still had to reject him. And if you think that we didn't enjoy that cookie, by the way, it was 
delicious. It was a Mrs. Fields. Like, how could you not? But, you know, so I, I've been in a similar scenario. So I was just, it was just taking me back and I was living for it. You know, there was all that. And then it was just like so funny to watch the interactions. You know, I was like, oh, my gosh, Danielle, that guy is trying so hard to get that girl's attention. And she like could not be bothered. And, you know, I have to give it to them. Their outfits were just on point. It was like seeing TikTok in real life. And we did see a TikTok in real life. And that was thrilling. I was hoping it was going to show up on my For You page and did not. So, you know, we got to watch the game. Everything's going great. I'm obviously scoping out the coaches and while simultaneously watching the game. And then all of a sudden, so we've got two minutes and 55 seconds left in the game. Okay. And the, our team, because it's our team, I'm a part of it now. Our team scores a touchdown and all the lights go off. And I was like, oh, what a fun little thing that they do. And so I told her, I was like, oh, is this a part of the plan? And she says no. And it was just because it was just the stadium lights. Like all the other lights were on. The scoreboard was on. And I was like, oh, is this what they do when they like score a touchdown at the end? Because there's two minutes and 55 seconds left. No. Turns out there was just like something wrong with the, you know, electricity and, and the lights. Right. The drama. OK, this is what I'm talking about, about sports. So you're really going to tell me that we're sitting in a blackout Beyonce style at the fucking Super Bowl. Remember when Beyonce shut down the Super Bowl? I mean, it's a tragic story because then the 49ers came back and lost it. However, that was some tea. Like, and then, okay, so now we're like surrounded by high schoolers. It's dark. I immediately am like looking around like who's making out. You know what I mean? Like, obviously. So I'm like snooping around. And then the band starts playing. So they have their little person on the box, you know, doing his hand motions, him him and her um, doing their hand motions. And then... You know, they've got their phones shining at them. they got their phones on their instruments. They played through the entire blackout. Liter- and I mean, this thing lasted a hot minute, which I was like, Danielle, we were supposed to be getting drinks by now. What the fuck? You know, but it's OK. Clearly, they weren't on my drink schedule and I just had to accept that. But whatever. I just could not believe the band. And all the students stayed and they were not making out with each other, which was shocking. They were just like legitimately into it. And I was I she was too sad to speak, but I was jamming too. I, Danielle and I were up there shaking our things, you know, having a great ass time. I was like, all right, I'm in the clubs now. So the game ends and, you know, I, I get to meet Kevin. That was fabulous. And, you know, we're all walking out to the parking lot and we're going to go get drinks, like a, a post-game drink or whatever. So then, um, you know, I meet one coach. So there's one coach in his car and Danielle's like, oh, this guy's so cute. Like, let me let me bring you in and meet him. I'm like, OK. So I give him a little handshake. I'm like, hi, I'm Ashley. I felt I did feel a small linger there. But I kept looking at this kid. I'm like, he's he's got to be in his early 20s. Like, there's no way, you know. And I told her when we got back in the car and I was like, it, this has to be a child. Like, there's no way this guy is older than maybe 24. Right. And she's like, I don't know. No, no. I'm like, OK, whatever. Also important to note that um, I made a choice decision to bring my chicken tenders from happy hour with me. Um, which I don't know what I was doing because I knew I wanted nachos. But like for some reason, I just thought this was going to be a good idea. It was not. We got into the car. It smelled so bad at chicken tenders. And then my solution was to drop them outside in litter, which I am admitting. However, when I littered, I put them right behind her car wheel because I wanted to hide it. And then we rolled over it and it made a really loud noise. So my whole idea of being inconspicuous, like 
really didn't work out. Really didn't work out. So anyways, uh, we go to get drinks. I meet one of the football uh, coach's wife. She was amazing. I absolutely loved her. We were just having the time of our lives, having beers, you know, relaxing. And I was meeting all the coaches and I met this one coach. I'm going to call him Earrings because I'm pretty sure he was wearing an earring. And so Earrings, um, <laughs> I, I should. By the way, I would like to preface this also by saying that I had two IPAs before the game. And yes, the game like sobered me up a little bit. But then like I was drinking an IPA there. So I just I feel like for my own sanity, I would like to say that maybe she was a little tipsy. OK, just a little bit. Probably wasn't that much, but like whatever. So anyways, so he shakes my hand and introduces himself. And I swear I know I mentioned a linger before, but listen, Danielle can attest there was a linger there. There was a linger. And I was like, oh, OK. And and so then, you know, that now Danielle and I are obsessed. Like it's off to the races at this point. This guy's in love with me. We already know it. We're all about it, you know, and because she started it as if I can remember correctly, I wouldn't be surprised with me. But she's like, he loves you. And I was like, right, because who doesn't? Um, you have to all get yourself a girl like Danielle, who just was convinced that any man who looked at me was in love with me. And I just I, that's the energy I need as a single bitch. Thank you so much. It doesn't help um, the Smashly because she thinks every man's in love with her, too. And I wasn't quite there yet, but I really appreciated the hype. I really did. So anyway, uh, we, you know, we, we have our nights fun. Then it gets to the end of the night. And, you know, Danielle and I are going to go for one more drink. Everybody else is leaving. So Earrings goes and hugs Danielle and says bye. And then I was here right behind her and I was like, oh, it's so great to meet you. I held out my hand because I want to see if we're going to do another linger. And he's like, oh, no. and he like opens his arms up for a hug. And I was like, oh, shit. And you all know I'm a hugger. So the fact that I wasn't going in guns blazing was weird, too. But like, I don't know. I don't know. She's been single for a while. Like, I, just, I don't know how to act anymore. So anyways, he like brings me in for a hug. And I and I there is no way absolutely no way Danielle and I were subtle about our excitement about this. Like there there is no way subtlety was not on our radar. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. No, we had to be the most suspicious looking fucking people there. Like we screamed over this shit, got in the car. We're like, he loves you. And so he walks right by our car and Danielle's like, get out and get his number. I literally was frozen, couldn't move. I absolutely could not move at this point. I was like, I just I just fucking can't. I absolutely cannot. So I did not I did not hit on this man. I had instant regret. I was like, oh, shit, Danielle. I don't know. And then we were right behind him driving. And I was like, should we pull up next to his car? I don't know. I'll never see this guy again. And then, of course, we pull up to Kevin instead. And I'm like, tell that man that he should marry me. Like, no, no other explanation than that. Just tell him that I'm the one. You know what I mean? And um, I, so long story short, I did not get his number. I don't think he was really in love with me. However, the story and the absolute immaculate vibes of us thinking he was was totally worth it. So if your question is, will I be invited back to a game? TBD, TBD, waiting for my invite but I do think I made a great impression, at least on um, Kevin. So uh, I think it was it was a really good time. And, you know, I maybe I need to do my my shopping 
in, in more sporting arenas. Kim and I went for a walk, um, a hot dog walk, actually, as opposed to a hot girl walk. It was a hot girl walk because we were both there. But we were walking Luna on Sunday morning, her sweet baby angel um, golden retriever. So we're walking her and it was like there was all these soccer and baseball tournaments going on. And I was like, is this what I should be doing? Should I be going on hot girl walks during games? I mean, I kind of do that here in Campbell because there's still like a ton of sports going on out there. And I was like, maybe I am just really committed to the the coaching life. And this is this is where I'm going to shop again. <laughs> um, speaking of being single and shopping, uh, I I do also have to talk about this for some reason. I feel compelled to. So this weekend is October 1st, 2022. And uh, for those of you who have been my friend for a while, or I probably honest to God talked about this on the podcast back in the day, probably in like very early episodes. But I always thought this was going to be my wedding date. Not like always like crazy from when I was a kid, but from, you know, when Jimmy and I started dating, because our anniversary was October 1st, I obviously looked up so quickly when October 1st was going to be on in, in 2022. And um, it was going to be our six year anniversary. And I was like, oh, that's so perfect. An engagement in year five, like an October wedding. Like who wouldn't want that, you know? And uh, so I went as far as to booking out a DJ um, and not in a crazy way, because I realize, as I said that out loud, it sounds crazy and I don't know how I'm going to dig myself out of that hole. But he- here's how. If you know me, you also know that I ha- I I used to be a radio personality. So in that industry, you meet a lot of DJs and I have one that I absolutely love. I mean, obviously, I love Dre, but we all know that he's like going to be a guest at the wedding. But DJ Dax is amazing. I wanted him to be a guest, but he has like a little protege. And I was like, oh my gosh, can I get on your calendar? 2022, October 1st, 2022, your little protege is going to DJ. You're going to come. It's going to be so fun. Whatever. She's fucking crazy. I don't know why I need to hide from you all. You know who I am. I'm nuts. And so it's kind of this interesting feeling. I mean, obviously, and I've said it a hundred times and I'm not, and I'm really not trying to shit on Jimmy, you know, when I say these things, but I, I'm, I'm so glad I'm not engaged uh, to be married right now. But it is just kind of this funny little thing when I realized that date was coming up of just like, oh, wow. And, and you know, I don't think it made me as sad as I was thinking. I feel like there's a part of me that's trying to make myself sad about it. But in reality, I'm I'm unbothered. I just, you know, I was worried about feeling, you know, again, like, OK, well, I thought I was going to be married, you know right now and you know and and I'm single and you know all those emotions and you know maybe they will hit me on the first I think I'm more just like reflecting on who I am now and who I was you know two years ago and the girl that was so so desperate to get married on October 1st even though you know somewhere deep inside I knew it was the wrong guy you know and so it's just it's one of those great moments and I think it's just for me to share to all of you who you know especially in relationships you know we hit these milestones and we think that these important things are going to happen you know I really really thought I was going to be married on 10 1 you know and I loved that and I'm not and and did it hurt yeah absolutely like every breakup hurts and continues to hurt. But 
I'm I'm okay and I'm way better than I was before. She's a brunette now. She's fucking thriving. You know what I mean? And I just I know that things hurt in the moment and these milestones can be really tough. Like I remember the first time of me going up to Petaluma was really hard. You know, I our first anniversary was kind of weird, you know, October 1st last year. It wasn't as hard. Like I said, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was, but it's still like a little thing. So, you know, I just I had to talk about it one because I just thought it was so funny because I'm so fucking extra that I had my wedding date picked out and then obviously it didn't work. But more on the fact that I think a lot of things that set me back personally is when I had planned something out in my head exactly how I thought it was going to go and then it didn't. It typically shatters me and puts me in this really bad place. And right now it's not. Do I feel like I'm in the best place right now? Um, No. Was I crying right before this podcast? Yes. Did that have to do the, with the October 1st date? I don't think so. I don't think so. I I, I think it's it was just um, overwhelms of other things. But, you know, I, I just I'm really proud of where I am. And I'm telling you that. So you should be proud of where you were, you know. And now I want to tell you about a random thought I had. I'd like to get off this train. So, OK, do you guys ever have like the weirdest intrusive thoughts? Like, obviously, there's some fun ones where you're just like, I, you know, what if I just like drove my car off the road and like saw what happened, you know, and don't act, act like this isn't normal. I've learned through TikTok that it is. However, I had this funny one the other day where I was driving down to San Francisco and there was a billboard and it was called MillionDollarMatch.com. And you had to make over like three three million dollars or something like that or three hundred thousand dollars I'm sorry you had to make three hundred thousand dollars at least to be able to be on this app and my immediate intrusive thought was like what a perfect way to rob somebody you know me not a criminal I do I will say this I do rob I do I do steal not rob I would call it stealing borrowing with pride um, a <laughs> wine glasses and beer glasses almost anywhere I go. I, it's, it's so bad. It's so bad. When I was packing up my apartment, you know, and moving in both times around my father, he was just like, seriously? I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I, I live for it. I love it. I live and breathe it. So I, uh, you know, I do, I do steal glasses. However, I would never commit a crime intentionally and, you know, but I was just thinking about it and I'm like, OK, this is the best thing to catfish people on. But I was more thinking not like you would go in and catfish somebody. I was thinking the creators of the app, you know, because I'm sure you had to put in some personal information, link your socials, whatever. And if you're smart enough to build a fucking website like that, you know, you're smart enough to figure out where they live and like fucking rob them. You literally just made an app only for rich people and ask them to put all their information in. And then, they got, of course, you're going to rob them, right? Like, I just, I can't believe that this thing is real. Also, I was like, wait, is this also for people who wouldn't mind dating a millionaire? Is it just like millionaires with millionaires? Or do you get to be like a sugar baby? Like, how does that, how does that fit into this whole scenario, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I, that was just my really fun, <clears throat> intrusive thought. Okay, y'all. As I was just talking about crying, let me talk about being mentally unstable again. I watched the first episode of the new season of The Kardashians, and I could not stop crying. Have any of you bitches watched this? And please tell me you cried as much as I did. I cried the whole fucking time. Every time I thought I was getting like a little bit of a break, no. Straight up, 
tears all over again. So basically, if you if you haven't watched the premise of the whole first episode is around Chloe and Tristan. And so basically what we didn't know was that. So at the end of the of the first season, Kim iconically is on the phone in the gym, you know, because they were filming other things. She says that on the call. I thought that was funny. And she finds out about Tristan getting another girl pregnant. And she says on the phone, you know, she's like, if this isn't a sign for you to not have another baby with him, I don't know what is. And then so Chloe that we see in this season, she tells her to like get off speakerphone. She's like, I need to talk to you for reals. So she gets off speakerphone. And what she what Chloe tells Kim is that she, you know, that like four days before this happened, they had just, you know, used a uh, did their little egg thingy. I don't know what the medical term is, but basically they like impregnated the, you know, um, surrogate, which I know these are not the right medical terms. But listen, she hasn't dated a doctor yet. OK, no one's teaching her and I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. So leave me alone. Anywho. So basically, it's all about like the timing, you know, and Chloe's talking about how, you know, she doesn't want to go public with this because she's so she just doesn't want to hear it from everybody, which I mean, it's so sad. It's so, so sad. I mean, it's hard because he did cheat a bunch of times. But I, I just feel like when you're in love, it's really fucking tough. It is so hard. I mean, obviously, I've never been cheated on that I know of. So I can't weigh in in that scenario. But I stayed. I should have broken up with Jimmy probably in year two. I feel like we would all attest to the fact that after the Stingray incident, I probably should have broken up with Jimmy. But I just couldn't. I couldn't. I just like. I think now I'm a different person. I'm involved and I think I can like, you know, see a, a a little bit more of flags and I have higher value of myself. But the more you look at Chloe and the more everybody talks about it, it's like Chloe is a people pleaser who puts other people first. And, you know, she's she's attracted these guys that she's kind of used to with like Lamar and his drug problem and like his cheating scandals. It's like she needs to find her own, you know, I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying that like her energy right now is attracting the wrong guys. And I think that she is so excited to be in love that it's blinding her. And so she's falling for the wrong guys and then like letting them stick around. And you just feel for her. You just feel for her. I listen, if you're going to come at me and be like, it happened a bunch of times, boo her. No, fuck off. OK, fuck off. Have you never been in love? Like, leave me alone. OK, it's it's a tough decision to make. And especially I would imagine having a kid with somebody. But just her heartbreak was so painful. And you see her. She's just like numb at this point. She's like, my whole pregnancy was fucked, you know, which I, to me would have been a, a final straw. But listen, I said I'm not judging her. And it's just oh, my God. And then Kim gives a speech and like Kim is the ugliest crier and it's so painful to watch. But you just like feel for her because all the sisters are talking in the side interviews about like how they just want Chloe to be happy and how hard this is. And then Kim gives a speech at the baby shower and it's just like, oh, my God, it's so incredibly painful to watch. So like I'm just warning you, if you're going to dive into the Kardashians, give yourself a moment because... It's going to be it's going to be a tearjerker. It just absolutely is. I also um, so after the Kardashians, so I took a sick day on Monday because I was feeling like asshole. So I kicked that off by watching the sad episode of the Kardashians, which no regrets. And then I decided to watch Abbott Elementary because everybody's been talking about it. Great show. I binged my way through the entire first season and then watched this 
episode one of season two. I thought there was like four seasons of the show. It's absolutely incredible. It just it gives you that fun uh, just sitcom vibe that we love, you know, like New Girl and The Office. Like it's just one of the, the community. It's just one of those shows that you just enjoy watching. It's just one of those like lighthearted kind of shows. And it was perfect for me to watch after my tear fest over Khloe Kardashian. So I just had to say that I like I watched it and I would definitely recommend like, please watch this show. I think you're going to love it. Also, the last thing I'm going to say in the celebrity gossip world is that, you know, I saw that Hailey Bieber is going to be on Call Her Daddy, also pre- debuting today. So, you know, that I, I understand if you're if you're going to listen to that first and, and now you're here after. Um, I, I'm probably going to listen to it. I've never listened to an episode of Call Her Daddy in my life, and that has nothing to do with Alex Cooper. It just is never I, I just haven't. You know, like that's not any slight on her, obviously, because, you know, women supporting women and she's obviously like an absolute icon in the podcast world. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited to listen to this one because I might be the only person, but I did not think that Haley or like Justin cheated on Selena Gomez with Haley. I just thought he moved on quicker, but I never thought there was like crossover and that is supposedly getting addressed. Also, I've always kind of felt bad for Hailey Bieber. I uh, listen, I love Jelena with the best of them in the, in the beginning, but you just saw how toxic that relationship was. And I don't know about y'all, but I just wanted her to get out. I'm not a Jelena shipper. I jumped off that train a long time ago. I was like, no, this is clearly fucked. And I, I feel like Justin Bieber seems like he's doing better, not with Hailey, like as opposed to Selena, I think it's just different times in our lives. And he seems to be doing a little bit better. And I think Haley just was the person for him at that time. I think that hopefully he learned a lot from the Selena Gomez relationship. I think she learned a lot of stuff from that relationship. But I don't think it's a reason to hate on Haley Bieber. She seems like a perfectly fine, nice person. And I think she just fell in love with a guy who had a really famous ex and was in a really famous relationship and that's really tough and I think she genuinely loves him because to adhere to all the abuse that she has like over an ex like you don't want to think about your boyfriend's exes it's very hard like trust me I I get it like it's not easy to be constantly reminded that there was somebody before you you know and that's what's happening to Haley. So I don't really hate the girl. I don't think she deserves all the hate. So I'm super interested to hear her speak out um, with Alex Cooper and, you know, a podcast plug for somebody else. So I did have some Ask Ashley question responses and then my computer wouldn't let me open them up. I was like, you guys, uh, it's okay. All good things have tough starts. I believe that to be true. So I thought instead I would give you a little bit of unsolicited advice. Nobody asked for this, but I'm going to give it to you anyways, because I was thinking a lot like even right before this, as I said, I was crying. I was thinking a lot about depression and how I've been handling it over the years. And there is just like one thing that I think has helped me the most. And so I wanted to share that with you all. So when you're feeling, you know, really down, I think one of the things that is hard for us is that it feels really unproductive. Right. And then when you feel when you're already kind of shitting all over yourself, um, not to be confused with shitting yourself, just like being mean to yourself and all these things, when you don't do anything and you just sit on the couch, you just feel like worse. But then the energy to do something is really hard. So my best advice that I've been giving to other people experiencing depression and that I've been giving to myself as well is just to pick one thing. 
one thing that if you finish it, it's going to be I feel good. I have a tendency to make myself these really, really long to do lists. And then I get like so upset when I don't finish them. So what I do now is I have two separate notes. I have one long to do list where it's like, okay, I just need to remember to do these things. And then on days that I'm feeling, you know, off, I'm like, what is my one thing? I put on a separate note. I put it in bold. And I'm like, this is if you can just get through this one thing today, I'll be happy. And it could just be sending a simple text message. You know, it could be you know, putting your laundry away. For me, it was doing the dishes. I was like, okay, my dishes are piling up. So Monday, you know, I took the day off. I was not feeling good physically. And, you know, that was hard for me because I was like, I just, I just, you know, I feel stressed about work. And I was like, okay, there's just, here's a list of things I would love to do today. But the one thing that would make me feel good about doing is the dishes. And I did them. And honestly, it really made me feel better. So, you know, I know this is like a little short C here, but I just, you know, I, I feel like we really wrap ourselves up in all those other things. And when those noises come up and you're like, OK, you did the dishes, big whoop. But what about this and this and this that you're piling up? Just tell that voice to shut the fuck up and just say, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for doing the dishes. I'm proud of you for and maybe it's even just getting up and making the bed like you know, it doesn't have to be something big. It doesn't have to be something like wild and crazy. It's just something that you know that is on your list and you want to check it off. So that's my big advice for you. Um, Please uh, submit your questions to me. I'm super excited to read them. I don't know what happened. The Google forum was like, absolutely fuck off. And I was like, okay, like I tried it all day today. I was so excited so there was responses in there so anyways you can find them on my um, Instagram bio link in the bio we love to see it at Ashley Sleek that's Ashley with two e's of course and then you can also submit questions to me through my website if you'd like at ashleysleek.com we love all the e's in that name a-s-h-l-e-e-s-l-e-e-k.com you know what I mean so I'm excited to read all your questions and give you more advice as the podcast goes on Hi friends, so it's fall and as you all know, this means it's my power season. So I am doing everything possible to protect that good energy and I'm telling you right now, my products from Kitsch are getting you there. I am obsessed with my towel scrunchie. Literally, I just put my hair up in it, I do a little work and then I go and blow dry and it's so perfect. Also, for those mornings that I'm like, I cannot get out of bed to save my life, My ice roller is like, girl, I'm going to help you get there. It is so wonderful. And also, I'm getting the best night's sleep on my silk pillowcase. And they just debuted a sage green one. So if you don't think my little toxic shopping self has justified that I need it, you're wrong. I am getting one for all of my pillows. So please treat yourself this fall to one of Kitsch's many amazing items. You can use promo code AshleySleek15 for 15% off, or you can just shop the link in my bio on Instagram at AshleySleek. That's Ashley with two E's, of course. Happy shopping. I literally don't even know where to begin with this dating stuff. Like, you know, the story in the beginning was great earrings and the lingering and it's like we thought that it was gonna end there no she had a whole ass weekend she had a whole ass weekend okay so I don't even I I genuinely don't even know where to begin so I think I'm gonna try to go in order I this is this is where I've decided this is not how I wrote it out so it's gonna be a little spastic but I would like to start by talking about um who we are now going to call Castles thank you to Jackie front of the podcast who slid into my dms and she was like because I've been 
really having a hard time with the whole like the other guy from Scotland thing. I just I don't want to call him anything near Scotland. Like it just it's too hard for me. Uh, you know, I don't think I need to explain that anymore. You all listen to the podcast. You know my feelings. So uh, she DM me. She's like, you should call him Castle, which I obviously turned into castles because I love plurals. So, OK, here's the funny thing about castles. I was all excited. I wrote down all I wrote in my notes was castles because I was like, I haven't heard from him because she was feeling a little bit bold. So after the game on Friday night. So I got home, by the way, at like what in the morning? Like, who is she? I went to um, the Britannia Arms, which iconically was supposed to be my first day spot, date spot with Scotland, but we never actually went. So I'd never really been there. And I had this like sheer panic when I walked in. I was like, what if he's here? Like, what if that happens? Uh, he was not. It was 80s night and there was just a bunch of older men there, which was also fun, I guess. So anywho, when I got home, you know, I was like, this is the time. Smashly, like let Smashly Bumble, okay? That's her shit. She, she doesn't care. She doesn't overthink her things. She's just like, let's fucking do it. So, you know, I had basically Castles is very fucking smart. He um, mentioned something in that he was writing a paper on something that I had no idea what it was. So I Googled it. There was four different answers. And so I just told him, I was like, you know, what? I I Googled this and there was so many different answers. I think you're going to have to explain it to me. And then he was like, um, you know, he's like, I'm happy to explain it. And then the conversation went going on without that. So then on Friday night, I was like, I noticed that you didn't explain what this thing was um, or like, what's up with that? Or would you rather explain it to me over drinks? And I was like, she's bold. She's bold. You got to love Smashly for who she was. Like, I would have overthought that shit for like hours. You know what I mean? But she was like, no, fuck it. Send it. So I did. And then, of course, I didn't hear back from him. And I hadn't. Until literally like two hours ago. I swear to God, this bitch knows when I record the, re- record the podcast because he like jumps in back into my life like right at the perfect time. So anyways, he responded and he was like, I would love that. He's like, I would love to bore you with science. And I was like, you can talk science to me all you want. The, I am remembering that science was my worst subject in school. Um, like I pretty sure I failed sixth grade science. It's the only F I've ever received in my life. And it was horrible. I do blame the fact that I had this weird teacher. I think his name was like Mr. Hill or something. And he wore this teddy bear belt. And I feel like looking back on it, I'm not trying to make accusations, but it it just gave vibes. It gave vibes. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say what it is, but like, you all know what I'm thinking. So anyways, okay. So I haven't responded yet because I was piling on work and then you know then I came home and then I cried and I did the podcast so you know all the things so I'm gonna respond to him I'll be bold again like when are you free I don't need the alcohol like we're in it now you know like we're proud of her we've got this so castles I thought he was gonna like I thought I was gonna give him a name and then he was gonna disappear but he didn't he didn't castles is still in the game hopefully next week I'll have an update for you okay so then along the lines of bump hole so um what I matched with this one guy and okay so I mentioned this on my TikTok, but I don't think I brought it up here. So one of my toxic traits when I'm getting annoyed with Bumble is that if somebody like if I ask somebody a question and they respond to me and they don't like ask a question back, I just won't respond because I'm like, no, fuck you. I don't feel like making conversation. Most of the time, I would say like 95 percent of the time I'm not a bitter Bumbler. I'm like, OK, whatever, let's just keep conversation going. Um, but, you know, a couple weeks ago I was hitting um, a BB, a bitter Bumble. And so I had asked this guy, like, oh, what are you studying? Because it said he was in grad school. And then, you know, all I could see from the response was like some 
you know, nerd stuff or something. He like said what it was, but obviously I can't remember. It's probably fucking science with my luck. So um, anyway, I I totally, you know, just didn't even open the message. I was like, fuck this. You know what I mean? And then I was kind of tired of having the notification up. So I opened it and he actually like there were spaces under it. And then he asked me a question. It was actually kind of funny. He was like, so uh, when's your next wedding? Because I'm dying for an excuse to wear a suit. Because one of the prompts then before I changed my profile up, it was I'm really hoping you and I said love weddings because I've been in 12. You know, I decided to drop that. I don't know. I was like, maybe it's intimidating that she's been such a success in weddings. So, you know. Anyway, I this was a smashly fine for sure because I went through his profile and he's in the Navy. This is no judgment. I have my own personal experience with military that's not great. So I tend to stay away from them. It doesn't really have anything to do with anyone or I'm not hating on you if you are in the military or married somebody. I just typically stay away from my own personal reasons. And, uh, you know, I'm but I'm going to work through it. Andrew and I are going to talk about it tomorrow. So I think I'll feel better. <laughs> Anyways. So, you know, I was like, oh, he's in the Navy. I was like, oh, fuck. Well, whatever. You start talking to him. Come in. So anyways, yeah. So I was like, whatever. I'm just going to respond. So I lied. I said I got like locked out of Bumble or something. You know, we love a white lie. I said, oh, sorry, I got locked out of Bumble. And, you know, I'm really sorry for not, you know, responding to you. But, uh, you know, sadly, I don't have a wedding coming up, which isn't true. I just don't have a plus one to a wedding coming up. And I, I was like, but, you know, I'm sure I can find a better excuse for you to wear a suit or something like that. And then he responded and he's like, do you want to give me your number so we can make we can arrange these plans? And I was like, oh, we love a bold bitch. So anyways, I give him my number. We start talking. It was really interesting because <laughs> he said something to me and he was like, he said, uh, so you're in a, lo- a lot of weddings. That must mean that you you really love love. What is that like? And I was like, oh, shit. OK, um, wow, a lot to unpack there, which is what I said back. I said a lot to unpack there. I said, I do really love love, actually. I said, I'm a big fan. And, you know, of course, one of my favorite things in the whole world is watching my friends get married. I'm like watching people that I love find the love of their life. And then, you know, also like being so close with their partners and then getting to watch them get married. Like this is one of my favorite things in the whole world. And I will not apologize for being so crazy about weddings. I love them, you know, and I was like, so like, do you not love love? So then he told me that um, he's like, no, I do love love. He's like, actually, I'm a poet and I write poems. And I was like. Okay, so now we're calling him the poet. He had a lot of potential names, but I'm sticking with the poet. And I was like, oh, do you want to share some poetry? And he's like, I don't want to like wow you right away. He's like, however, you know, maybe we can go on a first date first. And here's my thing. I just really appreciated his boldness, you know. And so we talked about hanging out um, and going on a date on Monday. And then we continued to talk. And he was like, oh, well, maybe I'll bring a second helmet for my motorcycle. And this is where things went south because I was like, there's no way in hell. I'm getting on a motorcycle. And I was like, LOL. Yeah, that's not happening. I was like, that would take a lot of convincing. And he was like, why are you afraid of motorcycles? And I was like, I'm extremely accident prone. And so it's like, it's a no for me. There's no way. And I was like, I think that we'd have to be on a very special level of trust for that. Oh, no, because he responded. I'm sorry. Let me back it up. So I said, like, yeah, I'm very accident prone. That's scary. And he's like, well, just hold on. He's like, what do you say? Something about like, just hold on, hold to me and squeeze tight and I'll take care of you. Listen, I'm not going to lie. That got me one flutter of butterfly vagina. One flutter, one flutter. I'm not saying we were fluttering. 
I'm not saying we were at a full fucking flutter, but there was a there was a half flutter. And I was like, OK, OK. And I was like, well, I was like that in particular is going to require a lot of trust. And then he sent me back a selfie and he's like, you can't trust this face. And immediately the butterfly was out of the cage. The butterfly died. It, w- it honestly was like, I am going back to the cocoon. I would rather be a caterpillar. It's it's a no for me. Like, uh, uh-uh. vagina butterfly was like, no, no, no. And so I just said, nope back at this time I was also drinking and I thought it was so funny and I was like Kim I'm just gonna say nope and see what he says and then he disliked it and then I sent back laughing emojis so I was already like okay this guy's done so when I see Kim the next day for the hot dog walk I'm like he didn't respond but I was like it's okay we kind of like got the ick from the picture so whatever and then so our date was supposed to be Monday like as in yesterday. So he texted me in the morning and he was like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to come up today. Some things came up, but I can I can come up tomorrow if you're interested. And I was like, or so sorry, he said Thursday. He's like, I can come up Thursday if you'd like. He lives in Monterey, you know, so Campbell, whatever. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm not out of the game with this guy. I already written him off. I was like, well, doesn't matter what nickname I give him. He's not going to stick around. You know what I mean? I totally like written it off. And then surprise, he came back. I don't know if that's a flag. I don't know if we should be like, don't go on a date with him. So I text Kim. I was like, is it toxic that I, I'm i going to go? And she was like, no, not toxic. And I was like, I was like, whatever. Like, we're dating. Let's just date. OK, it's fun. Someone asked me on a date. I'm going to go. So anyways, I'm going to go on a date on Thursday. I will not be getting on that motorcycle. So that story will not be happening next week. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to wear. I'm still very insecure about my legs, but you already know that I will be posting TikTok. So feel free to weigh in there. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know how to feel. I don't know if the vagina butterflies will cocoon again or if they will fly free. We will find out. But why not? It's kind of like going on a job interview. You know, when you're like, you know, I don't really know if I want this job, but it's good to practice. There's that. And then what if it turns out that I was just being like a little judgmental bitch this whole time? I mean, my, my raiders are on. Clearly, we know that I can reject somebody because we learned that, which is fun. And <laughs> so, yeah, I'm 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 going to go and, and I think it will be a good time. What I really liked about it, too, was that he texted. So first of all, the fact that he texted me after I just shut down his picture was hilarious. But then, you know, he texted me today because he's not from this area. And when I talked to him yesterday, he was like, I'm going to do some research and all this stuff. So then he texted me actually right before the podcast. And he's like, here's where I want to go. So sadly, I will not be taking him to um, uh, to Water Tower Kitchen, which I am a little bummed about because I'm like, wait, this is my date spot. Uh, however, and I did. I took Danielle there just so you know, that's where the chicken tenders were for, which I knew they smell bad. So I don't know why I did that to her. Anyways, I digress. So we're going to go to this uh, beer place in the Prune Yard in Campbell, which is actually really fun because it's on my bucket list of places I want to go. So he said this. <laughs> he goes, I can meet you at this place at 530. Sends me the link, which we love to see it. And he goes, there's a really good Mexican place across the road if we hit it off. And now I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. But also, I'm such a competitive little bitch that now I, it's my sheer goal to make it to the Mexican food. My sheer goal. And is it dangerous that we're going out in Campbell and I live down the street? Absolutely. But I honestly, again, don't know if I'll be able to get a vagina wax and maybe I won't just to discourage myself. Okay, we're trying not to be a first date fucker as much as I love it. We're backing up. Uh, There are also a couple people on deck. There are a couple people I'm messaging. They're new. They're babies. They're babies. Uh, There was one guy. So my new intro line. Okay, so 
I, you know, the the plane line was just not landing. So what I'm trying now, because I was like, what do I really want to know about people? And I love karaoke. I really do. I think that it's really fun. I, I think I'm a mediocre singer. I know I'm bad, but I think I'm good. So that makes karaoke very fun. And however, so, you know, when I'm thinking about these questions, I was like, oh, I should just lean in with if you were at a bar and suddenly you got called on stage and you had to do karaoke, what is the song that you would choose? Because I'm talking like you don't get time to think. You don't get to rehearse. You don't get to prepare. What song are you pulling out of your butt pocket right now to do? So one of the guys that responded to me, he said some song I can't even remember because I didn't care because of the second half of his message. And the second half was like, I mean, I might also do like a Taylor Swift song. And I was like, "Uh oh, do we have a Swifty on our hands? Do we have a Swiftie on our hands? So I saw that this morning, so I'll have to respond. And um, so we're already going to call him Taylor Swift. I'm committed to him being around. There's another one. He's on deck. I don't know if we're going to give him a nickname yet. I don't know how long it's going to last, how long I'm going to talk to him. But, you know, it's been um, it's been fun. It's been fun. OK, so all these stories are leading up to this one that I just know you guys are going to absolutely love. So, uh, <laughs> OK, I'm sorry. I don't know how I missed talking about this this whole time. It's because I some somehow missed it in my notes. But I know I mentioned earlier that I had this amazing weekend. Now, let me break down my weekend for you. So obviously, Friday Night Lights. Saturday, I woke up early and I drove to Livermore uh, to meet up with my girlfriend, Erin, so we could drive to my friend Lindsay's bridal shower. You guys, if I could chef's kiss all over the board a bridal shower, I mean, immaculate. The backyard was gorgeous. There was a long table set up. Flowers were on point. Um, we had name tags. There was a menu. She had her own champagne cart. Like I it's like I met my own hero in real life. It's like I met who I aspire to be. This was Lindsay's um, sister-in-law and I'm obsessed with her and I want her life. And she told me she was like, you know, what's fun is when you get married, then you get to do all this. And I was like, no, for me, I'm going to have to marry up. I'm going to I'm going to have to to have this life. She throws so many parties in her backyard. She bought her own champagne cart. She said it was less expensive to buy than rent. So she just bought it. She just bought it. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with her. Like it's such, it's such a problem. I'm such a lady crush on, the, crush on this woman. So anyways, it was such a good time. And then, you know, I was heading back. And so Kim and I, um, we love Oktoberfest. We love them. And we've been trying to go back to the shadow puppet one. And it just happened to be that night. So I called her because I was in town and I was like, do you want to go to Shadow Puppet tonight, you know, whatever. So we went and then um, Erin ended up meeting us out later. And then one of her friends, um, Alyssa, who also just got engaged, very exciting. So anyway, we're all at the table. And when when Kim and I walk in, actually, we see this one bartender and he looks really cute. But I'm like, he looks familiar also, you know, he's he is cute, but he looks just so specifically familiar. I'm like, what is it about this guy? Right. I'm like, do I know him? Is he just hot? Like, whatever. So anyway, uh, we we go up to the bar. My favorite part. It's not my favorite part, actually. One of my faves. We go up to the bar. Kim is up there and he's like, he's like, is your name? I can't remember what she, he said now. Oh, I'm so upset because we made it her alter ego and I can't remember. I'm just going to say Monica and she can tell me what the truth was. So anyways, he's like, oh, are you Monica by any chance? Like you look just like her. And, you know, like so he's talking to her. This is why I keep telling her her freaking boyfriend to propose to her already, because I'm like, I need a ring on that finger so people know she's taken. Thank you. I can't. But the competition I need she's taken. So anyways, I was um, 
they were just talking and then obviously I needed to figure out a way for this cute bartender to know that my very hot best friend was taken, you know, so she's not available. So pay attention to me. So what I did was I uh, <laughs> he asked what tab we should put the beers on. And I was like, oh, you could put both of them on her boyfriend's tab. <laughs> so also, thank you, Alex, for the beer. And uh, anyway, so we go back to the table and I'm like, do you because myself and Aaron and the other girl, Alyssa, had all gone to high school together. They're two years younger than me. So then he comes up and he's talking to Alyssa. He's like, oh, my God. He says hi to her. And I'm like, oh, shit. OK, so he went to high school with us, right? So long story short, come to find out that he is the younger sibling of a girl that was in my grade, right? So when we make this discovery, I did have time to think out what I was going to say because we made this discovery at the table. However... When he approached, I was like, oh, my gosh, I know your sister. We're in the same age group. Um, like we went to high school together and I hit her with my car once. Bitch, what? And I go, oh, I mean, not like physically. I mean, I hit her car with my like I ran it. This is a true story. I did like we live. Actually, they live right around the corner from my parents' house. A dream come true, of course. And, uh, you know, we were taking this turn. And you know what? It's up for speculation. I think that she slammed on her brakes. I'm sure she didn't. I'm a terrible fucking driver. And I hit her and she drove like this really big truck. And I drove the little Ford Focus at the time. My car got smashed. And anyways, he was like, I think I was in the car for that. And I was like, no, you weren't. By the way, this man had not even walked away. Had not walked away before Aaron turns to me and goes, and you wonder why you're single? Bitch, leave me alone. You met your fucking husband in high school. I don't want to hear it from you. OK, leave me alone. Nobody needs to read my rights to me like that. Oh, my God. I was horrified. Oh, my God. I was absolutely horrified. I could not believe the words were coming out of my own fucking mouth. Like who, what, when, where, why, how? I'm sorry. Literally, I'm sorry. What? Literally, I'm sorry. What? Actually, I had a whole ass different. I'm sorry. What moment? But I am approaching time. So I'm I'm going to back it up here. My I'm sorry what moment is myself. Ashley, what the actual fuck? I get, I hit your sister with my car. Good intro, babe. Good intro. You know what? I do. I will say this. It's all about making a lasting impression. OK, and I, I think I did do just that. One thousand percent just that. I always go back to what my mom said about me never being boring and that, you know, she just... She really couldn't have been more right on that one. Or, you know, it's 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 never going to be a boring time with me. It's just it's just not. It's just it's really it's really not at all. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. <laughs> I, I, I just and it, listen, I frequent that bar, not like a lot, but I just want it to be known that like I will see this man again. Will I see him at Shadow Puppet? Probably Will I see him driving around my mom's house? Maybe. Maybe on one of my hot girl walks. Jesus Christ, bitch. Get it together. And I, you know, I mean, for me, it was already over because I was like, I don't really want to date somebody that I know their older sister, you know, like I really loved her, by the way. She's one of the sweetest people I've ever met in my life. And so is her mom. So we love that. But I was like, no, 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 no. We're, we're backing up on this one. We're absolutely backing up on this one. So, yeah, I'm 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 sorry. What moment of the week is myself opening her mouth? The next day I went to this lovely lunch with my girlfriends, um, you know, some friends of the podcast. We went to McKay's, um, had some beers. 
it was it was a really, really great time, um, you know, with with um, with them. And yeah, but it really made up for my fuck up the night before. I really um, I really appreciated it. So. Yeah. Anywho, I think with that, with that, it's my time to hang up on the podcast. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. And I really appreciate all of you. Don't forget to submit your I'm sorry, what question? Oh, sorry, your Ask Ashley questions. She's a mess. Uh, links in my bio. Also, while you're there, do your shopping with Kitsch, you guys. I'm telling you, I use my ice roller every morning now. It is a game changer. I'm obsessed. And uh, please like, comment, subscribe, and download. I would love to hear what you love about this podcast. I would love to be at Alex Cooper level. So let's get me there, bitches. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Thanks so much for listening. I love you. Okay, bye.